Yo, I tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, This weekend car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. We'll be talking about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip, zip your You got a problem, you ever found, check your grounds. The show about to start, start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, oh, there we are, your host, Doug Stockton, and internet and TV sensation, Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez. <laughs> hello, hello. All right. Um, sorry, guys. I left my phone downstairs, so I was uh, doing this to get ready to share it. Um, Jeffrey, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you did this weekend, sir? Oh, um, actually, uh, went and checked out uh, USACI World Finals down there in uh, Lawton, Oklahoma. Uh, I think it was at the Comanche uh, Fairgrounds. Uh, really cool uh, area to uh, have an event. Uh, well, World Finals, at least. It's been in there, I think, the past few years. Uh, I was there last year, and uh, this year was uh, was equally as cool. Um, we got to, got to see a bunch of uh, uh, world records, and um, s something I didn't see before last year was the uh, the mini SPL, the uh, um, what is it, the Power Wheels, Power Wheels. class. Uh -huh. We call it the Power Wheels class. I think uh, in that organization they call it uh, something else. But uh, yeah, I got a chance to see that. Got a, a chance to see some uh, um, world champions crowned as well. So uh, which is which brings us to today's show. Yep. Right. So today's guest, if you guys haven't seen right there. Oh, it's not Mike Rowe. See, that's my bad. It is Mr. Ronnie Pruitt. Let oh, me correct that right now. <laughs> uh, um, hey, Ronnie, uh, how's it going, sir? Hey, it's going good, man. How are you? Just fine. There we go. Ronnie. Backspace enter. Pruitt. Two T's. Yes, sir. There we go. Hey, magically fixed. <laughs> anyway, hey, sir, why don't you tell us about your uh, weekend? Ah, uh, wow. Uh, you know, Jeffrey kind of said some of the words I would say. Uh, it was really a good weekend. Saw a lot of uh, things that I that I look for when I go to big shows like this. Uh, of course, being World Finals, I am a competitor in Yusaki for the last uh, four years. And uh, this show, I, 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 I'm putting together my my post about the weekend, and it's taking me a day. I, I'm I'm really sitting. I want to think about the people that I want to thank, of course, and all those things. But aside from that, I want to make sure it has a real strong message about how how well I really enjoyed it. You know, somebody proposed uh, to their fiance. You know, Carlos Rodriguez set an extreme world record or Thief. extreme record. Uh, 184.4, you know. I, I don't know if you know, Ronnie, but it's, it, you know, I joke around with the guys. I'm like, it's already been done. But, I mean, it's it's still equally as cool. No, it's and, awesome. You know, it is definitely awesome. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, I, I know the numbers have been there. I, I'm talking the fact that he did it and jumped out of the car with right. a bouquet of, of flowers yeah. and proposed to his girl. No, on, so, on so yeah. I, do you know Gary Killian and Leslie Killian? I, I know of the gentleman, but I don't okay. know them personally. We may have met 
at a show per okay. se, but I, I couldn't tell you for so, sure. And so I heard that he had something similar happen. He did. He, he proposed yeah. to his wife at a show and then turned right. around and uh, Marissa O'Brien and Thomas O'Brien, uh, Thomas o proposed to Marissa. So that was oh, what we wow. had at, at, at that one world finals. Um, and then so Gary got his wife a ring that says champion's wife on it. Ah, wow. So to match I didn't hear rings. I didn't hear that I didn't hear that part. I, I just heard mm -hmm. yeah that it had happened before. But you know, even aside from that No, uh, it's still cool. Don't, yeah, don't, okay. very very okay. very positive vibe, you know, in past years, you know, we've all seen those shows that don't go as well. There's technical issues and then people get mad or somebody gets this or you know, there's usually a little bullying point in some corner. And I'll be honest with you, I really didn't see much of that. Uh even when there were technical issues uh the, the the meter the probe uh power probe kept having issues and okay. the competitors were cool about it the judges addressed it the best they could they got it situated and it all turned out to be good but in other years i would have said oh boy hold on here, here <laughs> comes a whirlwind but no i had a great weekend my students uh math teacher if you want me to talk about that you know we brought the mini sbl car out and uh big first i mean a lot of big things happened to no, that's awesome. All right. So with that being said, that's a great segue into uh, tell us about what your real job is and how it uh, integrated with what you were doing on the weekends. Sure. So I am a pre-AP math teacher focusing in middle school mathematics, sixth to eighth grade. I've taught up to 11th grade. I've taught down to fourth grade. But, but this age range, particularly for me, just seems to be a great fit. Uh, I feel they're very moldable. They still have some issues with behavior, but not to the point of what a high schooler may have. So I have a better mentality to deal with that. Uh, but I've been teaching now to see 2016. So coming up on better part of 15 years or so. Um, and when I began teaching, it was just kind of out of desperation to be real honest. I uh, found myself in college at a late age at 26 after a major car accident, kind of had to be trained. And uh, failed every math class that I took uh, in college and was about to drop out. I mean, just forget it. I can't do it. No more, no less. And uh, a tutor changed the whole thing. He, he asked me what I like to do. I told him I like cars and hot rods and, and things of that nature. He related the math. And, you know, here we are 15 years later. 15 years later, I'm using applications of car audio to try to inspire young men and women to get a skill. If this is something you like, you know, measurement and electrician, plumber, there's so many venues that could form from this exposure, especially at this age. It's what helped me get through college. So I'm, I'm trying to transition that and maybe pay it forward if you want to say it that way. I'm not to be cliche, but um, yeah, everyday math teacher, love what I do. Pretty dang good at it. If I say so myself, my children tried to respect me. I, I shouldn't call them children. I should call them students, but it is a very personal position. Yeah, yep. I see these kids more than some of their family members see them. And I can say the same about my, my own children, see their teachers more than they see me. So I get both sides of the spectrum. My wife's a teacher as well. We feel education is just an important part of your everyday life. Uh, if anything, just to give you discipline and social interaction, to help you become a better person, maybe. Uh, mm -hmm. We all have ups and downs. And that, that's what I do for the daily. That's how I, I pay for the, the bread and milk and uh on the weekends, I like to get really loud. I like to make lots of noise. So, so here's how 
you can relate with me. Uh, people that have been a fan and watched this show for you know many years have uh, have seen um, uh, my story very similar. I was in a car wreck in 2000. Uh, during that oh, wow. time with my car wreck is when I started learning how to build boxes and whatnot. Um, went back to work. Uh, I had to re re relearn how to walk again and all that stuff because I was in mm -hmm. a pretty severe car wreck. Mm -hmm. um, so once I learned how to walk again, uh, I'm in construction. Uh, construction life was not easy when you don't walk very well and you need a hip replacement and a knee replacement still coming up. Oh, um, so I was like, man, I just, you know, I don't know. I can do this the rest of my life. And uh, me and my wife sat down and talked about it. And she goes, you keep telling me how easy school is. Why don't you send your butt back to school? So <laughs> in... 2012 I believe uh, I went back to college and uh, I didn't know what I was gonna do I was gonna be hey you know what I'm gonna be a teacher because my wife's a teacher also so she's a fifth grade oh, wow. teacher <laughs> and okay. um, <clears throat> as a matter of fact I want to give a big shout out to my wife uh, she <laughs> just got her state test results and she was 10 percentage points I believe above the next closest math teacher in the entire county so wow, she had that props. much growth in her students big problem um, so step back right now yep it, it's, it's a whole nother story so, so congratulations yeah so, so i do know um <clears throat> she was and then like her reading scores um you know reading's another one that really got set back by the covid mm -hmm. uh she oh, yeah. was uh i believe her incoming reading scores she's a fifth grader and she was like a 2.6 or 2.8 or something like that and right now we're only mid school year right or just a little bit past mid and um they just got their test results back and i think her class average was like a 6.3 wow. so she's exceeded Congrats. got yeah. them from a lower than third grade level to partially into the sixth grade level already so she's doing a great job with the students so uh, but I digress back to what I was talking about is uh, so I went to school that wasn't sure what I was gonna do um, I took my first physics class and I was like dude this is where it's at physics is <laughs> physics is the crap um, I did similar to you I went to my first uh, when I went to go um, do my prerequisite or my my pretest right to see where my placement test for college because I didn't go back till I was 38 I think or 37 something like that 39 maybe. I was I think I was like 26 28 yeah somewhere so I was in my late there. 30s right and uh, so I went in and I took my ta test and uh, and I failed because it's a cumulative test right so if you fail mm -hmm. one portion they keep giving you that portion until you pass it well I got stuck on multiplying fractions I couldn't remember to do it. You got to figure, you know, I'm, I'm in my late 30s. It had been 20 years since I've been in high school, you know, right. multiplying fractions. I just totally forgot. Um, went in and saw the dean. The dean says, no, I'm looking at your test results. You're a math idiot. I said, hmm. really? Hmm. <laughs> okay. That's, so that's I, one way to say it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, so, so anyway, I had to start all the way down at math A. So you have to do math A, math B, math C, and then you get to math 101. So I had mm -hmm. to do three classes of math to get to college level math. <laughs> wow. So um, so I did that, um, got into my physics class. Uh, the math teachers were like, 
why are you in my class? I go, well, I failed this one portion, and once somebody showed me how to do it, I know how to do it. I, I was taking, you know, algebra in sixth grade. Um, I took, uh, not calculus, I took pre-calculus and geometry my sophomore year in high school. Um, so, I mean, so I, I understand math well. Right. Um, and I Just figured. Just a minute. Just need yeah. to refresh. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so okay. I uh, went back to college and I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to become a math teacher or not a math, but a physics teacher because I don't want no dumb kids. And so I figured if I'm a physics teacher, I'm not going to get any dumb kids. So I'm not going to have to worry about them wanting to do their homework or any of that stuff, because if they made it to physics, the level of physics, they're already dedicated people. And my whole goal was to have a car every school year and build it for world finals uh, for the following really? year. That was my goal. Um, I actually only have two classes left to do, and um, but I have dropped out. My life got very expensive, and mm. um, I, I dropped two classes short of getting my physics degree. Wow. So, but no, I so I, I totally relate with your story. I see what yeah. you did. You took your yeah, students. Yeah. They built the Power Wheels car. Can you talk to us right. about how that all went together? Is it a school project? Is it just something you guys did extracurricular? How did that work out? So uh, 2018, I go to youth hockey finals as a spectator. Uh, I'm not a competitor. Uh, mm -hmm. I always had little boom systems in the car growing up through high school. Try to be live, Rocky Cosgate, Pyramid, Radio Shack, you name it. Uh, and I have built hot rods for the most part of my adult life, not built them, but enjoyed them like hot rods. Mm -hmm. When I sold the hot rod, my wife started getting disturbed with me. She was like, you need a hobby. You have to do something. You need to get out of my house. Uh, we were sitting at some restaurant eating guy pulls in a lot, beating the doors off of something. People inside are, you know, thinking earthquake. They're kind of looking around and I know exactly what's going on. So I swing out the door. I look at this guy. He kind of nods. I kind of nod. I walk over, demo, show this weekend, come check it out. That's all it took, mm -hmm. right? So now I, I'm hooked in deep. I'm, I'm going to build a vehicle. I'm, I don't know much of what, what's going on today, but I knew 80s, 90s, Mark, you know, mm -hmm. Orion. You know, I, I knew the, the Cheetah van. Um, so I got into the hobby. I start doing things. I go to East Acting World Finals 2018 as a spectator. Uh -huh. A grand marquise that I know is going to do 60 out the trunk. That's, that's what I knew. And they had Power Wheel class that day. And they had about six, seven Power Wheels show up. They had the paper mache on them. And one looked like a bull. One had like a 215 wall standing about four foot Ooh, tall. The nice. axle the axle was all bent down. Yeah. I mean, I saw right there, that's my connection. I already had the audio club started at that point. But at that point, it was more like a motivational kind of after-school program for kids to come in. I bring the band to school. I, I show them speakers. I give them a little bit baby demos and, you know, hair trick it. And, you know, just try to give them something maybe to get interested in. But when I saw that, there is a structure. There, there's a lesson to be learned. So I got the idea started that way. Uh, actually, about a year later, went back to school myself, got a master's degree in curriculum instruction and math so that I could write my own curriculum for the power wheel build thing that I've got in my head. So I've been working. I've been thinking about it. I've been reaching out to people. First year, it was only a couple of kids. And then we got three kids. Last 
before this year, we had four kids come out to finals. Their parents drove them there mm-hmm. uh, because this isn't just us meeting after school club. Right. It's nothing the district is supporting. It's just me, everything out of my pocket. And um, so this year comes and uh, all the COVID shut down, all the things that have happened in our world, especially in education. There's a big incentive right now for extracurricular. Get kids involved. Kids are depressed sitting at a, in front of a screen, et cetera. Um, so this year, I really pushed the club. I mean, I really got out and kind of talked to kids and showed them and brought the band two times a week there for a while. And that's not an easy thing to, to do, but I did it. And so we got 12 kids now. And boys, girls, eighth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade, the whole mix is right here. So we start building the power wheel. We're going to do it just like we've always done it. When finals comes, I have to talk to mom and dad, see if they can take a day. And met a lady through the district by incident, just happened to be at a training. This lady heard me talking about the club, and she was like, can you tell me more about it, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Long story pulled short, our district now recognizes the club. We have a line code. Uh, they pay for our transportation, got a bus, school bus, the bus, everybody. It's a field trip. Right. Had to filter request cool. form, how to do parental uh, permission slips, chaperone acknowledgement forms, the medical history, the whole thing. It's official school field trip uh, competition, if you will. Now, was this truly a competition? No, this was about kids having fun, exposing them to the sport. Everybody won. And it's not a, oh, we give trophy to everybody. They all deserve something for being there today. And uh, that's how it's progressed. And, and now that this has happened this year, I told you when you asked me if I had a good weekend, this is something I've been planning, plotting, streaming, trying to network, trying to make happen for a couple of years, but life gets in the way and you get said no to many, many, many times. And yes, moments of discouragement would happen and we just go back to normal. But when this opportunity came up, I jumped all over it and, uh, I really want this to develop. I've got more to say about it if you want to hear about it, but I don't want to take over your whole podcast. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, just so you know, so um, I-, I feel that your path and my path are absolute parallels, right? Um, we actually did a deal. They actually wrote us up about it in, I believe it was Performance Auto Sound Magazine mm-hmm. um, back in, I think, 2009-ish. And what we did is we had two high schools put together teams, come out to an event, and at the event, uh, I announced what the car was supposed to be designed to do. So they brought their own vehicles. They had no idea what the vehicle was supposed to do. And they literally built them in the parking lot, and then we ended the competition with them going head-to-head against each other. So it was after Base Race came out. It was like right when Base Race started, so I'm not sure what year that happened. But ultimately, I felt that the most fair competition, because one was a sedan four-door and one was a van, the most Ah, fair competition was going to be a base race. And I will tell you, Rockford Fosgate jumped right on board. They provide us with a four-gauge wiring kit, a 1,200-watt amp, two 12-inch woofers, and said, here you go. Build something. And the kids showed up with their own, you know, each school showed up with their own wood. Um, and Jay's Alarms put it on down in Fresno. We did it right there at the fairgrounds. We taped off the area, and the kids right there building boxes right there in the mm-hmm. lanes, and, uh, you know, because wow. you, you really only had about four hours to build the car, three and a half hours. 
So mm-hmm. you had to build whatever you can build in three and a half hours, put together, and compete. So, like I said, so I mean, it, it does really seem that, you know, you and I are are running parallel courses in different parts of the country. I can uh, I can add to that substantially. Uh-huh. Um, I am a believer in things that we can't explain, and I don't know how to say that any differently. I just think that there are things in this world that, that come about, connections, networks that you make that you never intended to make. I was a, a not very good person for a long part of my life when I was young. Uh, came home from the Army, very frustrated, very, very different, very different. And um, meeting certain people in my life kind of changed my direction. So when you tell me these things that we're seeing in common, I'm, I'm reading through everything you're saying. Um, the thing that I mentioned when I said I could talk more about it, if you like, mm-hmm. to, to give you a quick synopsis, this year at Swimology, I went on a quest. Now, I've, I, I know of a lot of people in the industry. I have not met all of those people in the industry. Uh, I don't care what other people say about people. I want to meet them for myself, have discussions, find out who they are. If they're a bad taste of character, I've, I'm sure I may taste that and make my choice to do whatever. But uh, I went on a, I went on a mission. You know, I went and I sat with many people. Uh, I don't know if I want to throw out all their names, but, you know, uh, because they may say, I don't remember that guy. But, but, you know, Travis Young and I have had a little bit of an ongoing friendship socially and at shows uh, about his company. And JY Power. Time, yeah, JY Power. We ran JY Power in our mini, uh, a 45 amp hour that I've had for ever, little green box you know, uh, fell. And, uh, but we sat down and had a discussion about the details of what I'm planning and would like to see eventually, which is a competition between schools, between mm-hmm. different area, uh, schools that, that set up and cool. have the same perimeters. And I'm in DISD in Dallas, Texas, and we are one of the largest school districts in, in the United States, not the largest, but we're right there up in the top five, I'm going to say. Uh, and we have programs that are similar. We have robotics programs and, and things of that nature. What you got I there? Can't. So Doug's showing us a picture on his phone of. Uh, you see that right the there in the middle the of the ring? <laughs> I can. I'm, I'm half. Oh, that, that that's Travis right there. Oh, Travis. Right oh, there. I see the stash. I see the stash. Yeah, I, it, I, it I definitely know him by the stash, yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, see, there's you know, Travis he, there and all the other guys. When I told him about the things that I've got planned and, and things like instantly, like you said with Rockford, he goes, we're in. You mm-hmm. let me know how many you need. We've got your units. Uh, I love to see it happen. I talked with Jacob over at sundown for just a brief time. One of the only times that I've actually talked to him more than a minute and just gave him my quick spills. And in the future, once I have my ducks in a row, I'm going to want you to remember who I am. That's basically all I said. Mm-hmm. And told him what up, what the plan was. And he was like, absolutely, it's what I'm about. I'm that kind of guy. And uh, from what I hear from other people, it sounds like he is that kind of guy. Yep. And I want to hope to hold him to it. Kip over at Kicker has a great relationship oh, yeah. with him. Uh, you know, met him at Audible Carnage, Houston, two, three years ago. Uh, and won a raffle, the 2,400-watt Bluetooth amp they had. We put that on the Power World that year. Okay. And that started our relationship with uh, that but long story short, and Crossfire, I don't, I can't forget Crossfire. You know, they pretty much sponsored everything on this vehicle, sub, amp, uh, testing location. I came up to the shop, helped me cut some wood uh, with the table saw. Uh, but it's, it's going to take that kind of commitment from some people in the industry mm-hmm. 
I feel, to really take this to that next level. I can buy stuff all day or have spare subs and speakers and we can blow them up and we can reverse the polarity to see the difference of, you know, whatever. But I, I really am looking for the structured program where it's outlined, it's detailed, everybody knows the rules, everybody follows the same guidance, and who can do it the best? Who can build the box right? Who can get the, the tuning right? Uh, and my kids are in middle school, so they are not yet on that level of technicality. Mm-hmm. But they will be if they continue to stay with me. And then when they go into high school, they find other programs. It's an endless link of what could be. Yep. And I'm just trying to help develop that as much as I can everywhere. Hey, Ronnie, I- so let's, uh, let's talk about the car. What kind of car is it? What, I mean, what is it? Does it look like uh, the power wheel? To it? Yeah, the power wheel. Yeah, the power wheel. Well, I don't know if you'll be able to see it or not on the phone, like Doug just trying to show well, you. <laughs> hey, so uh, yeah, I did yeah. forget to mention this to you. So ultimately, we put this as a audio podcast. So I mean, you can put Understood. it on the phone, but we'll have to describe it too, like Jeffrey was oh, doing fine. for the po- photo. <laughs> no, so. that's fine. I'll uh, I can describe it pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so it was an F one fifty pickup truck power wheel. It was the original uh, form of it. The first thing that we did is I talked to the students about what we wanted to look like, what kind of design, uh, explaining to them that I have seen power wheels with a four-foot sub box, you know, just basically set into the middle of the vehicle, you know, with a bunch of amps and a bunch of mids and highs and that. I gave the suggestion of let's build this as a scale model vehicle. Mm-hmm. So the decals that we put on the vehicle are scaled to proportion. And of course, the math lesson was implied here, but we decided to build it to scale. So we kept everything of the enclosure behind the physical B pillar of the vehicle. We kept it below the window line surface of what would be the roof. And we actually did seal the top like a tank. So it, there was a structured roof box, B pillar, kick, deadened doors, the, even the hood decal was to scale to look appropriate, not a, a big one that you just stuck across the, the top of the hood. <laughs> so it's a, the, it's a fourth order band pass, basically. Uh, wow. r- r- roughly a 0.58 sealed to 0.87-ish open before displacement on the sub. Um, so roughly about three-quarter, four to three, however you want to look at it. Uh, the motor, the, the assembly of the sub was built by Roger himself. He put it together. I can't give you all the extreme details of it, but, uh, if I'm correct on some of this, it's a V2 C7 motor. Uh, he did the custom drop in himself, uh, nice thread spider pack on it, the tinsel leaves and, you know, really, really pretty it up, made it nice for us. Uh, the amp, uh, 2,500 D model block crossfire prototype amp that they had put out. Uh, it was a very small blueprint, had a nice little plexiglass back on it. We didn't get to display that or anything, but um, we wired it at half ohm with the JY45 lithium, charged it to about 14.3, and a SBL cartel knob on a Walmart head unit, dual Walmart. We, we lost, we had a, we had a Kenwood Exelon nice older head unit that I had had for a while we were using and had a problem with it, burned it up, so... Trash that and last minute Walmart sixty two dollars off the shelf and it it does actually all right it saves it, a pioneer no it's a dual yeah my last dual I bought from Walmart was twelve dollars so uh, and it's I in my boat for that I was looking for that package <laughs> I saw some 
<laughs> so float around about a head unit with a couple of six by nines for like 50 bucks. Yeah. So that's, that's why I looked initially, but, uh, you know, uh, sky high wire, uh, one I think one-on. I know some vehicles that don't even have that type of great equipment in their own, in their own cars. So for you guys to put that all in a little tiny power wheels, I think that's awesome. And we you know, when you were talking about the, uh, you know, the battery and you yeah. know, the box, it's like, Man, so so tell us anybody what, want to go check it out. Yeah, so tell us about the rules for that because not everybody may be in, may know what the sure. power rules are, power wheel sure. rules are. So just like general synopsis of the rules. Okay, so my place and stuff like that. Yeah, two two basic classes, and actually some you, you wouldn't believe the number of people that asked me that same question this weekend. Seeing that we we they built the whole vehicle right there, it took them about thirty minutes, thirty forty five minutes to put it all back together. We had to disassemble the entire vehicle. To like get it out of the classroom, <laughs> right? To get it out of the classroom, uh, you have to turn the vehicle sideways to get it through my classroom door, and we're not going to leave a lithium battery and uh, that amp. And I mean, it was about three hundred pounds when you got finished with it. You know, one right. man picking it up was not an easy task, but yeah. it could be done. Right. So um, the basic setup is this: there's two classes: there's street class and there's extreme. Street class, you would take a standard power wheel off the shelf put a speaker box and or enclosure that you built basically behind the seat where would the back seat would be amplifier 1500 watts or less you can put two door speakers six and a half or smaller inside on the door but you can't use any kind of pod you need to cut the door trim the door and place them on the door okay. and that's it that's it that's the street class extreme class similar rules except you must maintain the enclosure port port of the enclosure minimum 10 inches from the windshield and how i read it you know most windshields have a curve so they have a further center point than than side point where the mm-hmm. a pillar would be so from the a pillar would be my assumption on that from that a pillar roof line 10 inches you have to keep the port no closer than 10 inches we kept it behind the b pillar we were about 14 15 inches Definitely moving it up would have increased the, the output more like a port score, you know, if you want to call it that. Right. And that's another thing we wanted to kind of combat. We hear a lot of, oh, it's a port, port war, port war. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it is. I mean, let's be honest about what it is. But in the same relevance, we built it to scale. We stayed behind the B pillar. We followed basic use active guidelines for what I do in Modern Limited. Everything, uh, the dash has to stay intact. The factory floor has to stay intact. Doesn't mean you can't cover it. You can put deadener on it. You can do whatever, but you can't cut the dash out, cut the floor out, build a build a swoop box like a, a boat bottom, and then put a lid on it. Uh, basically, uh, twenty five hundred watt or less uh, rated amplifier, and uh, anything else go as wild as you want. Is basically what the rule says. Go as crazy as you want. Number one rule though that they have in both classes: you got to have fun. This, have is, fun. this is not just about competition it's about getting these kids exposed let them see that there is fun music relates to you know 99 percent of the world i mean this is to <laughs> say it for what it is there may be somebody out there that's like music but i doubt it so how do you involve that to make the kids have fun and that's the basic uh, you know synopsis of what the difference is for you psyche uh, i'm not sure about your class on how they do it in bb drag I uh, have talked with Billy Temple over at Base Wars. They've reached mm-hmm. out to me about promoting their stuff down here in Texas. They have a baby boomer class. And in basic form, there there really is no rule. 
It's, it's show up, build it as crazy wild as you want, make it as loud as you possibly can. Let's just have fun. And uh, I don't know how it's judged or if it's even judged at all. Yes. But, uh, so in DB Drag, it's essentially you have to be 50 inches from the microphone. The microphone hangs eight foot off the ground. Um, and then you build whatever you can and to be as loud as you can. And they're full spectrum, RTA. though. Yeah, it's right, full RTA spectrum, models. right? So that means yeah. um, you, you, it's not just a subwoofer enclosure. It's got to be everything. And you play music for 60 seconds, I think it is. Wow. And uh, so you play music for 60 seconds. And uh, so you have your RTA score, your peak SPL score. And no, 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 it's not peak SPL. It's average SPL, right? Yes, it's your average SPL across all frequencies. That's your RTA score. And okay. then it's your peak SPL number. You add those two together, divide it by two, and that becomes your composite Overall. score. And gotcha. that's your score that you either win or lose by. Wow, that's I like that. I mean, I had I have no knowledge of, of how it works in your in your organization. I was yeah. hoping we were going to get to talk about that. And to be real straight, I want to just throw it out there, Doug. I've heard your name, you know, all over the, the community since you, I've been in it. But I've usually never, bad. But I've met you. Ba usually no, no, badly. Not <laughs> Actually, not even in any kind of direct relevance. I just knew you were a longtime judge, DB Drag. That's it. So before when I got asked to come on, I was trying to look around and go. Who you know? Do I need to know more, more, more? And and yeah. look at us, man. It's like we have this yeah, very similar, very <laughs> similar pattern. So that's yeah. uh, I don't know, just very neat to me. I I like the idea of like-minded people being able yep. to sit down and discuss topics. And I think that's how you solve a lot of problems. You do. You know, when when you find people that that can sit down and listen and have that open thought process and and get things done. Yep. Uh, so, so with that being said, I mean, I do know a DB drag judge in your general area that could at any time offer that class at every single one of his shows he does every month. Um, hmm. who would, I, I wonder who that could, I mean, I, I've heard of a guy, uh, <laughs> some kind of champion, some, some guy. Yeah. So, now, I, you know, it, it's easy for us to, to say exactly what we're saying right now. I know a guy can do this and, oh, well, we can get you an amp. Words only go so far. Yeah. And, and I, I say that in the most respectful way. I had people come up to me this weekend. Hey, we're out of, uh, I, I forget the place, uh, an enclosure shop. Big guy come up to me. Big old future. Man, mad respect, man. We love what you're doing with you. You let me know anytime. What do you need? We'll spot. We'll get your amps. We'll get you into that. I was like, let's connect right now. Let, let's get your information. I don't have time to discuss all the detail, but absolutely. Yeah. Now, if the guy comes through on um, what he says to be true, then then he is the man of his word. But I've had that same thing happen in my, oh, well, you know, right now I got these things going and well, yeah. you know what, let's do this. For, and, and that's okay. And, and like I said, I've been told no way more times than I've been told yes. But yes, we, it's when the talking stops and the work starts. And, and I feel like this weekend, the work really started with this. Uh, I've got a little bit of pull in my district. I have a few more people that I'm still set to meet with to how we can make this not just an, a weekend thing. Throughout the school year, have a couple little meets, have the schools come together, see how things are going, play it by ear, and then let it develop to where it's just like the robotics program. They got qualifiers. Right, exactly. They got to go, you know, they got to go to our robotics team, internationally recognized. They were second in the world. No joke. Not, yeah. not bragging or boasting, but that's huge to throw down on a resume when you're applying for a magna high school or you're oh, trying yeah. to get into a college program. 
So opportunity exists with this application. We just need the right mind to get together and put it put it right. So I'm I'm reaching out to anybody who'll listen. Do so. Do you attend Jeffrey's uh, shows? Uh, absolutely. Uh, okay. Jeffrey. So, Jeffrey. Yeah. So. All you got to do, and I promise you, Jeffrey will take care of this. And, uh, Jeffrey, if you need the meter, need the sensor, all you got to do is call me up. I'll throw it in the mail for you. I have an RTA. Oh, okay. So all you need to do is let Jeffrey know that you're going to attend the show, and I'm sure he'd be love to set it up for you. Yeah. And if he needs some help. Put some uh, mids and highs on that. uh, You would have to have mids and highs, otherwise your score will be very poor. Right. We we had those. We we did have if Jeffrey, you remember we were talking about that four six by nine enclosure that's on the back side. Right. You know, yep. Yeah. The intention was there. However, timing, getting ready for finals, the yep. kids work uh, time. I, gotcha. I, I I did not want to be the one that had to do that. You know, when when the kids come to work for me or not work, but when we're doing the, the club, this is about them taking a little bit of responsibility. Some if child labor. Stuff them in the port. (laughs) Hey, get back there and wire those subs. (laughs) Pull it, pull it out. It only bleeds for a minute. That's right. Um, But, uh, but no. uh, In all honesty, yeah, I get it. No, mids and highs. We had a couple of six by nines, little mock up thing we were going to do. Just, just time got away, and actually, they were having so much dang fun. You know, I didn't want to go. Okay, back over to the shop. Let's get the speakers on. And I do have a little bit of a directness with them when we're in the club. I'm, I am a coach by heart. I've mm-hmm. coached football for 15 years. I've had some state championships underneath me. And, I, I, you know, I, discipline in the Army came hand in hand, you know, when I came home from that. But not to the point of being disrespectful or to ask somebody to do something that I would not do my dang self, you know. But, uh, no, I, they were having so much fun. We just, we just let them go and just let them, just let them have fun for the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah, we'll but, talk uh, more after the show. We can definitely yeah, talk yeah. more about it. Yeah. Hey, hey yeah. Just, just so you know, in the chat over here, we got Kyle and Chris, um, uh, Kyle Rhodes and his son, Chris Rhodes. Uh, we had them on the show, I don't know, just a couple, about a month ago. And uh, we actually talked to them about their um, power wheels. And their son. That's my teammate. Oh, is he? Yeah, that, that's why he was. That's why he was supporting you. Crossfire member, yeah, he's a crossfire yeah. member. Official. So got the shirt and yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, so so I mean, him and his son had built the car together and spent time together, and that I mean that was yeah. awesome. And yeah, yeah, uh, we actually did a whole show just about the two of them doing their thing together. Um, his son has now moved on from wanting to do that. Um, we yeah. went, we, we had our world finals on the West coast for uh, DB drag and he saw the mini drag cars, the mini rails. Mm. And he goes, daddy, I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> I want to do that myself. I don't, I don't blame the boy. Yeah. yeah. So you know, that's the best part of it too. Some of the kids that come into my club, you know, they'll come in as a sixth grader and they'll hang out for a while. And they're like, Mr. When they see we're doing calculation, we're finding volume. We're, you know, we're measuring twice, three times, four times. You know, it does get – if they're not into it, they're not into it. And I'm not going to force yep. someone to, you know, have that. But the ones that do, the ones that do stay with me the whole time. My boys, Diego and Jero, the two bigger kids uh, that were there. Jeffrey knows what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, okay, I yeah. mean, large eighth-grade boys. Uh, <laughs> large eighth-grade boys. they were parents. <laughs> yeah. You and are they, in uh, Texas. There's some large right. folk in Texas. <laughs> They've been with the program for three years, and I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm sure not many people know, but they ran the whole club. I mean, I, I kind of just stayed back out of the way. Once we got there, they knew what we had to do. We talked yeah. about it before we came. 
They had all the tools they needed. We laid out everything right. Everything red and black labeled with shrink, and there's no incidental, you know, crossings of wires. And mm. I made sure the battery was all secure and, you know, the safety protocol. But yeah. they told the other kids what to do. They were delegating authority, you know, get these nice. details and y'all work on this. And that shows me that they, I'm hoping and pray that they'll keep this mentality. And if it's not in car audio, that's fine. Yep. But they had a leadership role. They, they took mm-hmm. responsibility. Right. And that's something that bless me. I'm saying kids don't have that today. Yep. And I know they said it about me when I was a kid too. I, I know the whole synopsis <laughs> of your kids are bad and our kids were bad and those kids. Yep. But let's be real frank with the technology and the development of our world and how things have changed, the mm-hmm. access. There is a difference in there. And so I'm hoping it installs something. Yep. You, know? Yeah, you know what? I think it goes further than just teaching them the specifics because yep. uh, I've actually um, taught jujitsu. I mean, I teach mm-hmm. jujitsu to uh, uh, you know kids as well as adults. And, you know, just being a part of that, you know, uh, it, it's like teaching them discipline, but not only mm-hmm. – you know, for them to be, to do well on the mats or in tournaments and, and stuff like that. But, you know, just in life, you grow up being disciplined and, you know, you're, you're not gonna, you know, stray away from the, your path. And, you know, I, I understand it totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and once again, you know, I, I've been coaching high school basketball and high oh, school softball. Perfect. And I will tell you 100% my coaching philosophy is I'm not coaching players. I'm coaching future coaches. I need right. every one of you guys to That's be a right. leader because right. in 10 years and 15 years, I don't want to hear about how you used to play basketball. I want to hear about I'm coaching this team now, coach. you got to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's what I want yep. to hear from my students in 10, yep. 20, 15, whatever, right? I, I, and I tell them straight from the beginning, is I'm coaching coaches. I don't need mm-hmm. idiots. I can go get an idiot. Mm-hmm. I need smart people. I need people that are willing to lead and do what it takes to be better and bring the people around them up with them. Because nobody elevates to the top by themselves, right? Oh, amen. They, they amen. need to bring – they bring and, – and the higher you go, the more people you build under you to help build you up, the stronger you're going to be mm-hmm. at the top. So it's, it, it is a little selfish, but at the same time, you're bringing people along with you. That's right. It's purposeful. It has a drive. I, I, something that I'll say in the club all the time, and this isn't just a club. This is my classroom, the math, mm-hmm. the math classroom, is that it's success through failure. Uh, oh, yeah. So when, when something happens wrong, you don't just take it as I'm no good at this. You take it as where did I go wrong? How do I fix that? What do I do next? So when they measure something wrong, I will cut it wrong if it's, Oh, if it's too big, I won't cut it too short because then we waste the wood. But, <laughs> but, but, but you know, if, it, if, it's, if it's too big, I will intentionally. Okay, you got it. You met, okay, here we go. We'll cut it off. We'll go put the, the sealed side. When we were making the, the sealed part, we had the measurements and we do cardboard template of the entire enclosure first ah, yeah. to mm-hmm. make sure that we have the right side. We have you know the angles are right. Do we need the forty-five? Anything, etc. And they measured it, so we cut it. And when they put it up there, Mister, you cut it wrong. <laughs> mm. I, I kind of, you know, I, I'm not sure how that happens. What do you mean I cut it wrong? What measurement should I cut? And they look again. They say, you should have cut this. Well, grab that tape measure. I'm pretty sure. And then when I put it down there, the light is shining, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. But uh, it's, it's all about perspective. You know, you can go in and see a classroom full of, oh, my God, I can't believe that. Or you can go in and say, how do I get to them? Mm-hmm. How do I get their attention, get their focus? Two things, every kid, in my own opinion, in the classroom, in the house, you need discipline, you need structure. 
but it has to be in the form that's acceptable to them and you can distribute it the right way. Going and do what I say because I said did not work for me in my first years of teaching. Thought I was a big man and I'm like, hey, do it. Where's your homework? Man, out the window. Forget it. You have lost them day one. And when I had my son, he came home one day almost in tears. I think he was maybe a fourth grade, third grade young. And he was upset and he was crying. I said, what is wrong? What happened? Teacher said I was dumb or, or I can't remember the exact term. Boy, I tell you, as a parent and as a teacher, I'm about to go tell this man how he is wrong and he cannot talk to my, but I paused and I realized I think I might be that same kind of teacher, that I was the one that was trying to yell and try to be stout and not caring about the feeling, the emotion that that child might feel. I'm just seeing them as an entity. I wasn't looking at them as a, a person. This is my job. I got to do this. You're, you're messing up my job. And it, it brought a light to me. And when I, when I saw that light shine, changed my perspective. It wasn't overnight, but, but eventually and gradually, and, I, and when I said it earlier that I love what I do and I think I'm pretty damn good at it, I've got documentation. I've got proof. It's, it's not a, a just me talking. I've got kids that have graduated college and they're doing good things. They reach back out to me. I've had some come up here just a couple of weeks ago, and they look like a grown man, and I don't know who they are. They're <laughs> Mr. Pruitt. Uh, South Oak Cliff High School here in Dallas just won a state championship. Uh, one of my pre prior students played football there, won the state championship with this one, and came up to the school to come see his previous middle school teachers to say hello before he graduated. And that's the kind of school we are. Now, I'll tell you, before I worked where I worked, and this is a Dallas Environmental Science Academy, we are a magnet program, top-rated magnet school in Texas, seven out of seven distinctions, three years in a row, Secretary of Education, Blue Ribbon, all the blah, blah, blah. The COVID year has has changed all that. Mm-hmm. There are kids that have got so big that the discipline is just pouring out of them because they know they don't know the content. So the only thing they can do is react. Right. And uh, those first years, though, uh, when I did teach, uh, it was rough schools, South Oak Cliff High School, uh, over in that area. And you just got to find a way to connect. And if you can't do that, then you might want to consider your role in education. It's not just about the book. Like Jeffrey said, it is not what's between those covers. It's about how can I influence this human to -hmm. continue our world in a positive way. I don't know what that way might be. I'm not going to influence them one way or the other, but let's hope that they continue and not destroy and hurt it like so many things are doing right now. So 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 I hope that's not related. (laughs) Go ahead, Jeffrey. Oh, I was going to say, let's, uh, can we transition now to uh, your vehicle? That's and, exactly what I was going to say. Okay. I almost hey. feel bad. We haven't even <laughs> talked about him yet. So Yeah, yeah. talk about that uh, big old car you got back there behind you and, and what you did this weekend. How'd you do? Yeah. Sure thing, man. Um, I mentioned earlier my first USACI final came in strong with a, Marquise, man, I'm gonna do a trunk bill. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hair trick, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a 5K, and I'm not gonna run fuses. And you know, I had no idea uh, at that time. But uh, at that show, Huey and Travis owned this vehicle. JY Power owned this vehicle, and I saw it demoing, rip that door off the hinge, literally as I was standing there, shattering windshield. People lined up to sit in that vehicle. And I was next in line and can get a demo because it got hurt. Something happened. They they popped the server spur. Yui was in it and he he was banging like hell. I'm hurting, choking, trying to breathe. And he goes, 
<laughs> no, nah, something's not right. You know, he just like instantly turned it down. Oh, no, stop and stop it. I didn't hear nothing but my heart in my chest. But um, I saw the band for the first time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a big smiley face, spray painted on the side of the door. At that show, after that show, Pablo Castillo bought the vehicle from you and Travis at that show. He took it. He painted it the blue and silver that you see. Uh, he did a couple of different builds in it, but the most notorious build I think that he had in it, uh, 14 Nightshade 12s. I can't tell you how many supposed to sound. Uh, I think it was the, might have been the the 9K or the 8K that supposed to sound. I, I don't remember which amp it was, but it had like one per coil or one per sub. It was stupid retarded, 63, 64-ish, uh, if I'm right, ripping doors off, low frequency, beat up. Then he put it for sale the next year. At the time, I had already discovered that a trunk building Marquis is not going to get the attention <laughs> that, I, that I was looking for. Uh, right. But it was a great car. I actually kept the car. The car was very dependable, very good car. Uh, so I went on the hunt for an audio vehicle. And right about that time, I saw that he had posted the vehicle for sale. Uh, the financial situation was kind of lean at the moment. Had a square body 85 that I was wanting to build and, and blow through and do all that. But when I saw the van come up for sale, I'd had a decent talk with Pablo a few times at shows. Felt like he was a pretty respected guy in the industry. He's loud as hell. And, you know, maybe I can do something. And we worked it out. We, we got the vehicle, uh, drove to Alice, Texas, uh, eight hours from where I am here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, left at midnight, got there at 8 a.m., uh, did the exchange, and drove it straight back uh, and got back home, you know, all in one failed trip. Had a friend take me and follow me back. Vehicle was pretty rough, actually, uh, rougher rougher than I thought. But but Pablo yeah. was was true to his words. It did run and drive well for the price and the negotiation that we worked. Done deal. I should have trailered the, the van uh, to the house. Rear suspension was completely broken. Oh, the no. uh, the leaf springs were made of fiberglass, so they were like bamboo. Not that factory factory fiberglass. Who would know? Okay. But they were like bamboo down slammed on the front. He, they had cut the front springs to drop the front end, and it was, I mean, it looked great. It, I mean, a, a big old astral van sitting on the on the ground thing there, but it was a stock suspension, and it was bad. The steering column was falling out of it from all the just... So beating. you had to obviously I've, fix all that. Yeah, and then, I've done, and I've done all that. Right? I've, I've replaced about everything on the vehicle. It's completely <laughs> bone, bone stock inside from the mm-hmm. cabin forward, of course, for the class. It's got a 4.3 motor with only 87,000 miles on it. Beer based mafia people owned it, owned it before Travis and Huey. Travis and Huey owned it. Pablo owned it. And now I own it. So four of the past owners were all big audio builds. And it's only got 87,000 miles on it. So you do the math there. This thing has not really ever been a driver. It, it's right. mostly been an audio vehicle. <clears throat> trailer queen audio. Trailer, trailer queen, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So after I've got it up to par, uh, legal, street drivable, uh, did all the stitch work, all that. Uh, when I got it, it had just a flat wall, 418, that Pablo chunked in it to, to sell it. Not not bad design. Uh, put a, some DC level 418s on a SQ4500, first, first setup. About four or five uh, AGM batteries in the back. I don't remember called it, but TND or uh, some brand that I wasn't familiar with from the local battery shop. Uh, one gauge wire, single alternator i think it was a, maybe a stinger uh all, not a stinger uh, singer 
S-I-N-G. Senior, senior, yes. senior. I say oh, senior. Okay. I got a buddy who works for senior, senior, senior <laughs> yes. amp. I think he's, uh, he's uh, in the chat right now, too. Uh, yeah, who is that? Stinger guy, Mel. Hey, Mel, what's up? That's what I was going to say. My buddy, my teammate, Mel, is part of Stinger, and, and Stinger. that's why it was in my mind. But uh, <laughs> we set it up like that. Uh, the very first system that was in it, that was 2018, or 19 year, uh, went to Yusaki Finals, ran novice 3 to 6K, had a single SQ4500 amp wired at a half on all four subs, and uh, did a 158 and change. Uh, we got... Um, Second place that year. The first year competing, got second place in novice 36K. Scott Jones came behind us and threw down a flat 60 out of his blow through and, and put me out of the running. Uh, and we're still, you know, talking about that to this day. But that was the first year. Mm-hmm. After hey, that, by the way, this, this is yeah. USACI. So it's driver door open, window open, door in the kick, right? Kick. Or yeah, I mean, uh, mic, mic's yeah. in the kick. Mic, yeah. Right, absolutely. Outlaw, uh, door okay. open, window down if you want it. I mean, you, your preference. Yep. Uh, I keep window up, door open, seat mm-hmm. positioning, all the other stuff is, you know, vital for the for the number to be where we want it to be. Right. And uh, But it, it progressed from there. Uh, after the, the DCs, uh, actually a buddy of mine, a uh, long time, I haven't seen him forever, Hit me up and said, "Hey man, you have some DC level fours, don't you?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I got them in the van." He goes, "I want those level fours," and I was like, "Well, I'm but really looking to sell them, but what what are you thinking?" He said, "I will trade you. I've got I've got a barter for you." I said, "Well, what do you got?" He said, "I'll trade you two uh, NXV418 Crossfire V418." At the time, being very novice, not really knowing, all I saw big booty Judy. And these monster, yeah. you know, Daniel Allen oh, had these in his van, uh, and they were backup subs from a huge build that I knew, never used, still in the box. So I'm thinking, okay, I know there's only two of those, and I've got four holes. Um, so I'm going to have to, you know, buy more subs. No big deal, I'll just go buy more subs. I did not realize how difficult it was going to be to find V4s in decent condition in my area. Actually, ended up driving to northern Arkansas in the rain in the middle of the night with my brother as a protege to escort uh, to buy another pair of V4s so I would have all four. Yeah. And uh, ran all four V4s. Initially, the plan was to put four SQ4500s in there, one on each one. Uh, but before that became, you know, to fruition, uh, got with Crossfire through a 16K off. One single 16K wired at a half on 4v4 still same factory same wall that was in there no adjustments to nothing big huge round over on the port tuning around 55 54. um but then my relationship with crossfire group and my exposure to the audio community i started going to shows across state dragon main mm-hmm. you know all these huge shows many people at ces like brent levitt uh, i don't know if i said his name right brent the brent? rocket yeah Posse. brent levitt yeah Yep. Let, let the, I don't know if yeah, it's yeah. We had a discussion for an hour and a half uh, just about Astro Vans in general. He's a uh, good dude. So, you know, getting to know people like that, getting to meet people like that, Kip, you know, at, at Carnage that year, we sat and we chatted for a good bit. And some of the first words out of my mouth was, I'm a math teacher and I've got this audio math club program that I'm trying to get started. That was years ago. And now Kip and I see each other. He's like, man, keep keep it, keep going. Yeah. He, He's seeing the progression. Mm-hmm. There, there may be something there one day, but again, my ducks are not lined up enough yet to to go to these people with with anything substantial. But it will. 
But uh, so we, we built it with the V4s. We put the 3.3K in it. Started getting more knowledge. Met people like Luke Kinsley, great friend of mine, teammate of mine, who has taught me tons of, of audio knowledge and testing with Roger. Progressed from there. That was the second year we did uh, Novice Unlimited with the V4s. We did a 63-something 60, and took the Novice Unlimited uh, championship that year at USAC. Nice, nice. And uh, that got the real fire burning. You know, I really started getting into the industry. Uh, I mentioned to Doug earlier, and I think Jeffrey and I have had this conversation. Around that time, though, as I started gaining, I guess, maybe a little influence or, or just connecting with a, you know, a lot of people, the hate kind of started to pour through here and there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it did frustrate me. And, I, and we've all said it. We've all had that moment. We're about to, to ditch the subs and sell the car and buy the wife something pretty and go on vacation. But um, it was very short-lived. But there was that moment where I, where I had that that feeling. And when people tell me that now, two mates come to me or something and say that, I respect it and I get it. But mm-hmm. I still try to talk them out of it. You know, be committed and don't let a stranger change your perspective on what you want to do, what you want to do. Yep. Um, so we, we did it that year. We did a 53-something, uh, Novice Unlimited. Last season before this one, we had upgraded it once again. We got rid of the V4s. We went with the V1 Neos. We ripped everything out of the van, basically, minus the, the trim sides in the back. We shrunk the wall. We flattened the roof. We rebaffled eight-layer birch, uh, in clo- uh, the, the baffle, counter sunk them in, and, and invert mount on the back. We tested both. We tested the front. We tested the back. Back gained us about a point and a half, so we kept them on the back. And no way, no reason we wouldn't. Um, we put two 16Ks in at that time. Uh, one per pair, uh, and at that time they were at half home uh, each. And that year we went to finals. We did last year we did a 67.2 uh, frequency increase from 54, 55, uh, 61, 62 last year. And right now this year we came back again, 2021 season. Uh, we have four 16Ks now. Uh, so it's, 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 it's that progressive uh, uh, involvement in what's going on. But we have a lot of tuning to do on the floor. But basically, we did a 67.98 this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and you ended up winning? Six, six, we did have winning. Uh, there was a, a great yeah. guy out of uh, Louisiana area, Bobby Mansfield. You may be familiar with his name. One of his guys on his uh, South team. Um, has a beautiful single body, tr- uh, single cab truck, blow through, camper shell, cat eye, uh, eight U18s on four seventy five hundred, a uh, ton of lithium. You know, Bobby Mansfield, you got to have lithium. And uh, he's, a, he's a hitter. I mean, he's a serious hitter. And I've seen some numbers he put up at some shows out of scraping. So I knew he was very close to where we were, if not above. And unfortunately, he had some problems. Um, yeah. They had something, something with a head unit or, um, they did a street. They were doing street beat also, a street beat free run. And uh, Bobby told me straight away they've seen sixty sixes on music uh, in that vehicle. And I'm just like, man, I've got my hands full. You know, yeah. I may have to turn. I may have to really go into all four of these amps to see if I can't get something out of it, or 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 send it all the way out. You know, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But it didn't come to that. Like I said, unfortunately, he had um, problems, and uh, he did do well in street beat. He got his ring in street beat, so that's the positive for him. Uh, they lost the windshield, uh, of course, oh, going ham on it. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so, yeah, we were able to pick up the win and very happy about it. Honest 
man talking to him, a little disappointed that I didn't do a little better number. We've seen better numbers in the garage testing. But Not when the we garage to, score. You know <laughs> what I mean. Uh, but when we changed to the four amps, it was very recent. We just yeah. recently decided to yeah. go with the four. So instead of having time to recone, we would like to recone down to 0.35. A little above a half, but not quite at, or, or a little below a half, but not quite at a quarter. So Point three we, threes. Yeah, mm. we're, we're, we're might have seeing, heard those before. What was it? Uh, at at quarter ohm, we were getting about twenty two k, about twenty two k per uh, per amp when we were wired at a quarter, and at a half, if I recall correctly, when I had the single amp and a half, around sixteen k. So the subs are seeing eleven k each and loving it. Not not hurt at all. 67s, high 67s all day on 11K ish per sub. But what, uh, what subs are you running? The subs are the V1 Neos. Neos. Uh, 18. Crossfires, right? Or yeah. Crossfire, yeah. Crossfire oh, right okay. here in Great Vine, Texas. Yeah. Everything yeah, in a car is crossfire. There's nothing that's not crossfire. The only thing that's not crossfire is a wire. Uh, the battery C Max, we have 180 amp hour uh, audio loop. Shout out Luke Kinsley, my boy. He mm -hmm. built my C Max for me. There's a lot of C Max for a lot of people in this area. 180 amp hour, we, we thought about doubling over that or at least throwing another 45 on it to see what the reserve, the return would be on the batteries. Yeah. But to be honest, we don't see really any drop. Uh, even right. when we go full tilt on the run, uh, it recovers quickly. And, you know, at the moment, we're going to we're gonna stick with the, the 180 amp. But, you know, there may be room for a little more underneath there if, if it's needed, if we see a test data that says that. But And a math teacher, I was going to mention this, being a math teacher, the data-driven side of this is my addiction. Uh, the bass and the feeling of, of funk and jamming your favorite song and people going, ooh, look at him coming down the road. <laughs> That's the part of the machismo. The, the, the man side of me loves that. Yep. But it's the data, the testing, the, yep. the failure. Oh, the failure. It kills you, but you learn from failure. You. Yeah. You know, well, like let I me said, ask you do, you, do you have a, a little black book? Uh, I call it, oh, I have a little black book of... Uh, my oh, testing scores one. and you, once you get to that level dude. man you it's like you got to like, like i said we had scotty owens book. on here he had a stack of yeah. books like this right yes. right well you know i'm 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 not a book man i'm a spreadsheet man oh, oh there you I, go I, 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 I spreadsheet everything bring it i spreadsheet i spreadsheet my budget i spreadsheet so, my home i know my daily allotment of spending so do you have the term lab do you have the term lab I don't have a term okay. lab at the moment. So if, I have an older lab, and okay. but my buddy, I have access to a term so, lab. So if you all have a term lab, you could start using the um, Winner's Edge, and that actually puts everything out in the spreadsheet form for you. Jeffrey so, and I just you, talked about this recently. Didn't okay, we? cool. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, that, that have, might be a great thing for you. I mean, especially if that's the direction you want to go, the the Winner's yeah. Edge may be a option, option, ah, a, awesome option for you. Hey, Jeffrey, we're running up on the hour. Um, mm -hmm. or we're well past the hour already. Uh, <laughs> do you want to hit him with our question? I forgot to tell him what the question was at the end, but go ahead and hit him with oh, the final question real okay. quick, and then we'll wrap this. Is this a right. test? Uh, this is a test. It is. This is a test. So you are you are a teacher, right? It's uh, open book. No. Um. So basically, we ask this question to all of our guests. Okay. Uh, basically, what is your definition of a base head? Definition of a base head. Well. Mm -hmm. Um, term. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, we've heard the term. You know, uh, on the spot, drop, question. I know we're running out of time, so I won't, I won't procrastinate on what I'm trying to say. But in my first reaction, I would say music-inspired man. You know, when I hear bass, 
it, it is SPL driven for me now, but it all started with Run DMC and Peter Piper and Magic Mike, you know, beating the block down. It wasn't probably a very disrespectful thing to do at that age. We didn't <laughs> care what neighborhood we drove through, and I don't feel that way now. But it was a, it was a persona. It was it was a it was a low rider bouncing up at the at the hop, and you see him coming. You, the hot rider down gearing when he pulls through the tunnel just to go, bah! and just to hit it as loud as he yeah. can. That's to me, for for me right now, that's that would have been my first definition of a bass head. Uh, awesome. Not stereotypical of. Dude, let's go. You know, I don't know. I've I heard a few people describe it differently, but for me, it's the music-driven music. force behind a, a subwoofer. Uh, you can listen to a song in, in different formats, but if you take the bass out of any certain song, it will sound different. It you will. add drums. You, uh, there's a drummer on TikTok. Guy's got a beard. He's amazing. Can't think of his name, but he'll take any song and he will throw the hardest double bass and crack, crack, crack. And it does. It increases, and it, it, the experience is better. So I would lean. I would lean something in that direction. That it's a, a music-based, inspiring feeling that that you have to have that bottom line. Uh, that that 20 hertz notes. You know, some people are all about the what to do at 20. I, I'm kind of like the 35 range myself. 33 is one of my favorite frequencies. I want that Def Leppard to make you feel like your sternum crack, but I also want to play. Uh, you know, some of the old school hip hop where that bottom note drops out and you just feel the whole vibration through your body. So uh, it's music driven. It's definitely music driven, tone driven. I agree. Maybe. I agree. All right. Hey, so Ronnie, where, where could people, so say if somebody wants to help out with your students or whatever, um, how do people get a hold of you? Um, where can they see, you know, TikTok or whatever you're doing? Can you uh, share that with us real quick? Sure, sure. I don't have a lot of the format set up yet. We do have a few in the process, a Twitter thing we're going to try to do, but we do have an Instagram. Instagram is a school of thumb, just like it sounds, school of thumb on Instagram. Right behind I post you. Up, yep, there you go. School of thought. Uh, Instagram post updates to show progress of the kids actually working and building on the power wheels. Been doing that for a couple of years. Uh, we go to shows, scores, things like that. I'm also, uh, don't mind throwing an email out there at schoolofthump at gmail.com. Send me a message. Tell me who you are. Connect with me. I'd love to hear your story and maybe we can network. Uh, other than that, uh, that's probably the two primary ways to get them. I'm on Facebook, Ronnie Pruitt on Facebook. Um, pretty acceptable to friend requests, but just be warned that I will cruise your profile. If I see <laughs> things that are just out of my personal taste, I may not accept your friend request. Don't take it personal. It's just a a preference. I am a school teacher. I'm an educator. I'm a man of of some status. So I want to make sure that the people that I interact with, the people that I approve to follow us on Twitter, or not on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, if it's a Cannabis Boy 20, you're, you're not getting the, the follow. I'm, I'm not pulling you on. I'm just saying, no, no disrespect to cannabis lovers and all that. I love everybody. But not when my students are the focus. But as far as SPL, Audio-related stuff, you want to hit me up with that, you can find me on Facebook and be my friend. Audiobros.com is a not, – not .com. Audiobros uh, Facebook group is another group that I started a few years ago. And I meet people at shows. Doug, I'm going to send you an invite now just so you All know right. because we've been formally mm -hmm. introduced and <laughs> we're kind of a kindred spirit brotherhood or some yep. sort. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just that maybe 300 members on it. It's not a lot of people. Okay. Uh, just ask you, have you met me? If you say yes, I'll say, where did you meet me? What did we talk about? If you can't tell me that, you, you might not get on the page. Uh, I get a lot of requests, but uh, if I see you're in the industry and you request, uh, Kip Lipsy put a request in, 
Yes, sir. Click. How you doing, Kit? Nice to meet you. You know, mm-hmm. but that's that's about it. That's the way you can get a hold of me. And I, I just want to say thank you for having me on. And Jeffrey, thanks for the invite. This has been a, a great talk. Uh, great talk. Really appreciate it. All right, Jeffrey, what you got coming up, son? Tell us about um, you. Let's see. So in about a few weeks here, uh, specifically Saturday, April twenty third. Um, we're going to have a, a DB drag racing competition at uh, Crossfire Car Audio headquarters right there in Grapevine, Texas. If you guys are in the area, come check it out. Come uh, see the loudest vehicles, uh, you know, on this side of Texas. And A world champion? You guys, yeah, you'll see some world champions. I'll be there. I'm, I'll be there. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull her out. We need some more testing. We need, my, we need testing. Might, even, yeah. might even see a Power Wheels happen, you know? Yeah, I'm going to definitely work Cross on that. That's close. It's close. <laughs> I need something in Dallas area near me i need something near my kids i need something near my district the more accessible it is the better sorry Mm -hmm. oh that's fine um yeah maybe uh you know of a stereo shop that's uh willing to allow us host an event um yeah exactly yeah we just need to look closer in touch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i will definitely (laughs) um okay so that's all you got coming up april 23rd once again i still have the may 16th or whatever it is we're going to be out doing the Cinco de Mayo thing out in Hollister. Uh, other than that, I'm talking with Brian Nyman. We may have a show in April uh, just to kind of have a little one-month thing going on, you know, because uh, obviously in California here we got great weather all year round, so <laughs> the opportunity to have shows is much better here than a lot of places in the country. Um, but, yeah, that's all we got going on. Um, once again, you know, I got bowling tonight. I got to uh, – yeah, I, I wasn't very nice to the old man I was bowling against last week. Uh, I shot a oh, 238 no. average against him, and he didn't like that so much, and he, he left pretty quickly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he didn't even wait for me to finish bowling. He just up and left. So um, I'm going to have to go Why beat you up. you got to do him like that, Doug. Why I know, so, so like I'm going to go in and beat up on another old man tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's something different about us because I can't bowl to save my life, period. Uh, but Kingpin is one of my favorite movies. So oh, dude, that's I, lots of friends in that movie. Uh, oh, lot, yeah. Tons of friends yeah. that bowled in that movie. And, and oh, really? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Murray just takes the whole show. With yeah, that. He, he's yeah. not my friend, though. Uh, oh, no. No. <laughs> no. No Bill Murray. No tonight. Bill Murray friends. No, but all the bowlers, almost all the bowlers are friends of mine in that uh, thing. And I'm, That's cool, man. I, I'm cool. friends with a lot of the professional bowlers now and whatnot. And so. But anyway, yeah, so I'm going to go bowling here tonight. Uh, once again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I uh, hope you guys like this new time that we're doing, 530 California time, the only time that really matters. Um, but Central? No, Central, Central doesn't mean nothing. Central doesn't get any love? No, because nobody knows what Central time is. <laughs> it, it's the, a two to one here. It, it, it's the math would just totally screw people up. <laughs> California time they know, I New know York time they know. Um, I love California time. I know you do. <laughs> uh, you got any movies coming up or commercials or anything like that that we can uh, catch you in, Jeff? You know, um, there, I actually worked on a, a commercial here in Texas in uh, Austin. Okay. A, a few months back, it's a uh, Indian motorcycle commercial. Mm. Uh, if you check it out, I think it's on their website. If you I think it's like a minute and a couple seconds into it, you'll see me for like a split second doing a <laughs> – Doing a skid on my uh, BMX bike, so I'll, I'll be sure to put the link up on here. But uh, yeah, cool. that came out, so uh, you know, check that out. <laughs> uh, Don't blink, cause you might miss it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just want to say thank you, Ronnie, for coming in. I, it was really great meeting you. I think, um, like I said, uh, yours and my path are, you know, 
they're um you know they're they're parallel lines in in life right now it seems That's to be cool. so it, it's great to find you know somebody. i'm not alone good to know i'm not alone yeah man. yeah it's you cool. know i i did a lot of bad stuff when i was younger that yeah. uh, you know we don't bring that stuff up i don't my kids have no idea about that life of mine and yeah. you know so um i i took i'll just say my i took my wife to where i did grow up and um she locked the doors rolled up the windows and said why the yeah. hell are we this part of town right yeah, look uh, up Balk Springs, Texas. Look up Balk Springs, Texas. Yeah. That's all you need to know. You'll see. Yeah, I, so. you don't see it. I'm, I'm tattooed excessively. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm not. But sleeves all the way down. Yeah, and uh, I've told my students before, if if I could change and go back, things that I that I wouldn't have tattooed myself, that I mm -hmm. that I wouldn't have gone down that route. And they're like, why, Mister? Why? And I was like, well, you know, now it's an artistic thing, and I like right. it, and I do express it. At that but time, in my younger days, it was not. It's just those seven words that you hate hearing every time you get pulled over. Could you yeah. step out of the car, please, sir? Every time. And I, yeah. and I mean that today, even today, mm -hmm. I'm a professional, I'm an educator, I'm a family man. Yep. If I'm in, over in my neighborhood where I grew, my mother lives and I don't have long shoes on, I'm getting pulled over and I'm getting pulled out of the car. Yeah. But it's, it's, that's unfortunate. So, so I, you know, and, and like me, you know, uh, you know where Reginald Denny was pulled out of his truck. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I literally grew up t less than two blocks from there. So that gives you mm. an idea of the type of people I was around. Yeah. The, the nine guys that I hung around with, uh, I was just explaining this to somebody today. The nine guys I hung around with, one of them still alive other than me. The rest were killed in gang violence. Um, that yeah. was just the life we were part of, right? So, but, yeah. but now I've grown past that. Um, I'm doing stuff to help my community. Uh, that's why when I volunteer, I truly volunteer. And some of the people I'm around now that grew up in much better circumstances don't understand that I'm giving my time. This is a true volunteer. Mm. And they're mm. like, well, what are you getting out of it? And they don't understand that when you volunteer, you get nothing out of it. You're just mm. giving. Uh, you get intrinsic stuff out of it, but there's no yeah. value in it. There's no value that somebody that hasn't had my life can pull from what I'm doing. So people that people that know me that get to know me, Luke, people, Jeffrey, you know, we know each other semi sort of, but we're mm -hmm. getting to know each more, more each day we get together. I will take on a lot of things. And I've had people ask me, why or do you take on so many things? You're trying to do the school thing. Mm -hmm. You're raising a family. We just built a house. You got an audio vehicle thing. You're doing this. Why do you put so much on your plate? And my response has always been because I was the most irresponsible person you knew. Yep. growing up i did not take responsibility for anything so now i do subconsciously i think feel like i need to continue to do something positive i gotta yep. i gotta make a difference i gotta make amends yep for the days of my past I which I, I i know what's gonna i don't know what's gonna happen when this life is over okay. i know what i want to happen when this life is over mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm laying myself now on that dependence that it will be and if it's yep. not then we're, we're no loss for words, and I'm not an atheist. <laughs> yep. uh, I do believe that there is a, a power that, that, that we can't understand or explain, and some people call it that, and some people call it this. Yep. I, it's in my heart. It's what I know yep. has to happen. And, Even when I don't like doing it. Yep. Even when I don't like doing it, it's right. what has to be done. And, and, and like you said, for me personally, um, yeah, what, when, in, when something bad happens to me, I, I know – I've done plenty in my life that I deserve oh, yeah. whatever it is that came my way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, always gets a bite. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, so I, I mean, that's another thing that people wonder like, hey, how come you don't get mad about this or that? Dude, I promise you, I've done shit in my life that I deserve mm -hmm. this. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Karma. So it is what it is, and I Real just I, I got to accept what it is, right? So, but hey, once again, guys, I want to thank you for being on. I think we had a great show. It was awesome talking to you, Ronnie, Thanks, about man. your kids, especially about the kids. I think that's what this uh, industry needs more of is we need to get more kids involved because, you know, we're not going to have installers. We're not going to have new shop owners. We're not going to have new competitors. Uh, not going to have new base heads, not having people putting together cars on all this stuff. So it's freaking awesome that you're part of this. I really appreciate you being here. Jeffrey, once cool, again, man. good as always, son. You're doing a good job. I really Thanks. appreciate what you're doing uh, for me. My pleasure. My pleasure. I, I think you're a huge value to the show. I just want to make sure I Thanks. let you know that. Um, but with that being said, hey, guys, we still have a couple little spots right down below me and right down below Jeffrey there. We've got some spots we can add some sponsors mm -hmm. to if somebody wanted to sponsor the program. We have those spots available. Uh, other than that, if you want to throw tips towards the uh, judge, uh, judges, hey, we, we, don't, we don't take tips as judges, just saying. No, we, take, no, no, no. we take them as car audio uh, podcast host. Just put down podcast or tip in there. Uh, Venmo at SonicFX, Cash App at or dollar sign Sonic FX. You can send us those. Uh, once again, we'll be here next week. I'm not sure who at the moment who we're going to have. I did ask uh, Scotty Johnson to be on for next week. I just got to confirm and see if he's ready to go. Um, but anyway, we'll be here next week, 5.30 California time. Once again, the only time that matters. Uh, if you want to throw those tips, no $100 is too small. So if you want to throw those our way, we're, we're willing to take that, and we split that up between Jeffrey and myself. Uh, once again, guys, thank you for coming in. We appreciate you watching us, and we hope uh, to see you guys again next week on This Week in Car Audio, 5.30 p.m. California time. See you next week. Whoa, whoa.